Hello, it is I, Rusev from Rusev Day. Hey, you guys, this is Mickey James. Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW. Greetings, podcast fans. My name is Bryce Youngberg. I am an all wrestling referee. I'm good old JR Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer, and this show. This podcast. This show is scheduled for one fall. And it damn sure will be a sovereign honor. So, Shawnee, a couple of weeks ago, you decided uh, while the song was playing that you wanted me to be the host. Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. you do me one favor and and start the show? Because I, f- I feel like you've got such a great hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Yeah, I need that. I need that that hit before I can actually start. Welcome, everyone, to this week's One Fall Show. I am uh, your, your current host of this week's One Fall Show, Chuck Bean. I am joined at, by The Voice. You've just heard a minute ago, he has returned to the One Fall Show. I couldn't be happier, Mr. Shawnee Constant. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back, sir. Oh, it is exciting to be back. Um, we also have uh, another couple of people on our panel. We'll start <laughs> off with... We have another just two. a couple other people. Just a couple here. other people we have on two here. Other cunts here. <laughs> Whoa. Yikes! Are we allowed to say that word on the television? <laughs> <laughs> and we're off. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're joined by a man who is wearing a T-shirt today that says he is the, the favorite son. Yes. Um, and I'm pretty sure he did that on purpose because yes. he knew he would be on Twitch. Um, <laughs> he is the host of the. JV Sports Talk PPV Pod you got eight it. nine four okay. seven six okay, forty two eight it. VVY. Uh, uh, hey. It's Mr. Justin <laughs> I I appreciate you getting the the name right and then adding a bunch. and then adding a little bit more. How excited are we that it's light out while we're doing this? By the way, it's, it's the great. First time. Gonna be light out more and more. It's the first time in this studio, at least, that we're enjoying some daylight while we do this. The only people you've heard in the last twenty four hours that are actually happy about daylight savings time. That's yeah. <laughs> everyone that's else fair. is like, Ugh. it didn't affect me that much. Not gonna lie. I woke up I at definitely nine ten o'clock on Sunday and I was like. I don't know. It felt fine. No, I'm definitely waking up this morning. I'm definitely feeling it. I'm definitely a little sleepy. Looking forward to going home. Probably going to bed early. I played 20 hours of Elden Ring. Time had no meaning. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I hear. That, that's how that game works. And finally, we are joined by the woman who has the most titles on the One Fall Show, and we are happy to give them to her. She is Jack to the Gills. She is award-winning speaker, award-winning listener. Keynote. Keynote speaker, keynote listener, award-winning white woman. Uh, help me out here, Shawnee. Scales of justice. Yes. Our North Star. The, the fulcrum around which our entire show spins. Exactly, yes, yes. It um, is. There was a new one. I was, Didn't you guys add one last week? And oh, yeah. I, I think, fiscally responsible. Fiscally oh, yeah. responsible. Whoa, I missed that one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I thought I wrote something down, but that wasn't it. <laughs> it is Erica Bennis, everybody. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. Okay. So wait, wait. So is that why we got the cheap seats for AEW? No. Oh. Those oh, are not, first of all, <laughs> man. Like, the wait. I oh, fiscally I responsible. Okay. I, I did it. not wow, want to be pres- presumptuous and be like, yeah, uh, we're gonna spend a hundred bucks each on these tickets. <laughs> uh, you know, like a dick bag. I got the three hundred dollar uh, floor yeah. seats for yeah. everybody. So. Pony up. Well, yeah. my, my time, <laughs> like it, it was wild because like I logged on like I think at like ten oh nine, 
during the pre-sale for AEW tickets and like pretty much like the hard cam or no the the side opposite or you know, like the hard cam side yeah uh was pretty much all gone naturally of course it, ma- it makes sense um at that time the upper bowl was not up for grabs mm, um, interesting it has since like i i decided to like just check in and like on friday i'm like let's see if they opened it up i don't know they have opened up sections of the upper bowl so we'll see Staring uh, down the camera. Yes, well, as you're eating. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the, yeah. Shawnee, I, I saw bought, the live version. I didn't look at my screen yet. <laughs> Shawnee bought some cupcakes. And I will say, um, like, because you, you got the Samoa ones damn good, isn't it? It is good. Uh, the problem is, like, uh, it, there was some caramel on the wrapper. And now I have caramel on the the, mm-hmm. the, the desk. So Justin, I will, do you want a Jolly Rancher? Oh, my God. Thank you. So <laughs> I will need to clean this up because... Because this, this is, is how you get be, ants. This is going to be a problematic episode. I can already feel this. <laughs> Chuck, here's a uh, a vegan. Uh, oh, really? Interesting. Passes. Mm, yeah. <laughs> We're all just eating. Anyone like, right. Honestly, I have Oreos. It's, Oreos. it's a part. It's a part of the one fall this show. This is my. Experience. I was going to say it's my bit. Everyone's. It was Justin's birthday this weekend, so I bought cupcakes for everybody except for him. I appreciate that. <laughs> I brought Oreos, and then Chuck gave me a Jolly Rancher. And yeah. it, it, it evens out. And I didn't even realize it was your birthday, uh, but hap- I'm like, I'll. I'll I don't know. I'll, I'll buy. Well, I, you I'll don't buy look a you day s- over nine. Oh, <laughs> oh! Thank you. you. You got that youthful skin. I'm like, I'll make sure that I'll I'll have your Chips Ahoy cookies yes. when we get together for WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Make, that's yes, right. I'll make sure. I'll make sure Justin has his snacks. Right. And then I'll have tequila for the oh. rest of us. Woo! And it'll Score. be right. Hey, listen. Everyone says like, "Oh, you don't look a day over nine and babies, all this." Right. I had multiple people genuinely think I was in my 30s last week. What? Who? And I, work, like, people like that work in this building what? thought like I, they were. I was at least 32, 33. I'm like, wow. Oh, what you're looking at? Thanks a lot, how, asshole. How old are you? How old are you actually? I am 26. 26. Yep, I made it. All right. <laughs> I just I, I needed to confirm my oldness. That's so fair. I appreciate. I was born you. in '96. I was graduated oh high school in 2014. Does that make you older? Sorry. I graduated two, three years prior. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're not here to talk about the snacks. We're not here to talk about when I graduated. We are here to talk about professional wrestling. It is the one fall show. And uh, a lot of good news this week. Well, uh, oh, wait. L- like, let's and get all the sad stuff out I of know, the way, man. So, honestly. Just yeah. It's been a rough week. A rough weekend. Like, yeah. the weekend has been yes. fucking brutal. Yes. Very much so. Yeah, God. absolutely. So, um, Let's let's start with Biggie. Biggie was uh, on SmackDown on Friday with Kofi fighting. Uh, was it Riddick Moss and uh, or no? It was Sheamus. No, it was Sheamus and Ridge Holland. And Ridge Holland yeah, but- uh, on the he was on the outside with Ridge Holland and took one of those overhead belly to belly suplexes. Um, almost exactly the spot Chris Jericho had taken to start AEW oh, Revolution God. in the yeah. ring. It just happened on the outside oh, and shit. went top of the head into the mats and right. stopped moving yeah. and they had to call uh the people out and uh i'd seen saturday morning i'd seen you guys in the in the group chat mention something about it and he had posted on instagram that he could still move all his digits yep and everything you know he's still who's all right he's there's two vertebrae that are broken um and i'd seen over the weekend there was somebody who like is is an actual surgeon that said one of those vertebrae that are broken actually never heals. Yeah, I saw that too. So there is a chance that he, we will not see Biggie in the ring for a long time, if ever. Yeah, 
uh, after that. I mean, it's just, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking happening to anybody, of course. It's heartbreaking happening to someone like him. Uh, you know, he just got his first big run yeah. at the end of 2021. We were talking about how we were upset that he got tossed back into the new day instead of, you know, kept at a high card uh, level heading into WrestleMania. And it's just crazy to think about how something like that, if you watch, of course, it looks scary. It looks bad. But for something like that to do the damage that it does, but then you see Mad Cat Moss get dropped on his head like he did at Chamber. Sure. And yet he finished a match. He never missed a week and he was good to go. It is insane to think about. Uh, And it just goes to show you, you know, when they say that, you know, you mentioned it was on the outside of the ring. When they say there's, it's padding there, but it's not much. Right. That's the definition of that. Because if you land on your bed the way he did, you're fine. Clearly, there's not much well, bad in there. If you, I, land, on if you land on your bed that way, yeah. <laughs> a day, not a day over nine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's just, it's heartbreaking to see. Uh, I didn't see it live. I saw somebody post about it, and I just, like, my heart dropped. Not going to lie. I was actually, I went out celebrating my birthday Friday night, and I was plenty of drinks in. And I saw the headline, and my heart just dropped. I yeah. sobered up like that. And yeah. it was, it, it's heartbreaking. I'm glad he's in good spirits. Of course, I'm glad he's can move his digits. It could be it could be a lot worse. You hear yeah, that a lot, yeah. uh, you know. But it's heartbreaking for someone like him. And you hear over the weekend too. You hear that um, a lot of people from the roster came to visit him yep. while he was in uh, while he was in the hospital. The whole industry, really. Yeah, really and you know everybody. To... Yeah, everybody coming together basically to give him well wishes. Yeah, the outpouring from just all of the promotions. Like, I mean, I can't count how many just, I mean, obviously, you know, everyone in WWE, you know, was, you know, sending out. Well, well, yes. Damn it, pal. Tweet about Big E and say something nice. I mean, he's like one of the nice guys in in entertainment, right? Sports and or entertainment. He just seems universally loved. Long time one fall show favorite. Absolutely. And then didn't uh, also... um, didn't Xavier come back at a house show this week? So yes. it's like, oh, going into yeah. Mania. Yeah, I had read somewhere that the plans were because they introduced Pete Dunne as Butch oh, on Christ SmackDown. On uh, and the plans were for... You have such a stupid name. You're never going to win a title with a stupid name like Butch. Listen, Gunther. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but the plans were to have the three of them against the New Day yeah. at WrestleMania. And obviously, those plans are going to change. Right. Um you hope for the best. You really do. Um, and I have to say that it's probably, it's a really good thing that Big E, in addition to being a very big, strong guy that's very good in the ring, is also very charismatic and very good on the microphone. Like, he could, in a, in a Corey Graves fashion, transition to a, an announced team position. He could just be there with the New Day the whole time and just not wrestle. And, like, hopefully we will still get to see. I I... I don't say hopefully. I have no doubt right. that he still has a place. Oh yeah, absolutely. On the roster. Yeah. yeah, I think you know, with him, there's so much you could do with it. It's it sucks to think about what could have been and so on, uh, you know. But I think a lot of it too has to do with what Shawnee's saying, how liked he is, right? For sure. He is, th- listen, this isn't to knock any anyone in the industry, and this isn't a debate or whatever. There's not a lot of guys that are liked like those three are in the New Day. Right. Mm-hmm. In this business. There's people you respect in the ring. 
There's people you respect their, you know, charis, you know, charisma and their their work on the mic. And there's people that, man, you're such a nice guy. I just wish you were better, right? There's they're all right. They're they're as nice of people as you're gonna get. They're as talented as you're gonna get. And that goes for all three of them. And then there's and Ryback. That starts with Big E. And then there's Ryback, right? <laughs> right. So I mean, but that's the thing. Like that, people like them don't come around this industry a lot. And I didn't see a lot of it, but I definitely saw a few people on social media immediately trying to blame, like, oh, this is Ridge Holland's fault. I'm like, it's really not. No. It's really like. Just a freak. No. It, it just happens, man. Yeah. It's, I do feel for Ridge Holland yeah. because, not just for this incident, but because he's been involved now in three crazy you know, again, yeah. all three were not his fault. Two of them, he's the one that got hurt. Right. Um, he's yeah, now been involved in three freak incidents where, again, of course, that's going to lead to the dark side of the wrestling universe to say, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, he's we're dangerous. Compare, yeah, he's dangerous compared to Nia Jax, so on. That's not, that's not this. I don't, yeah, I don't believe so. I, don't, I, I will say that there was a part of me, the fan part of me, um, that looks at the situation like this and 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 gets frustrated by the idea that like this shit can happen on any night of the week. Oh yeah. And that's what makes it frustrating when upper management doesn't pull the trigger on somebody. And it, it you know it's it, we're all fans of different people and we're like man right. I want that guy to be at the top of the, I want to see that guy on my TV more than anybody else because right. I love that guy. Yeah. And it's frustrating when you don't get to see that because. This stuff can just happen. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's the, you know, it kind of goes to what I, you know, talk, talked about a while ago in the wrestling industry in general. So much can change like that. Yeah. Right. Because of the nature of the business, whether you're talking about signings, whether you're talking about storylines or whether you're in an unfortunately when you're talking about this. Right. Think about Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins was a world champion, you know, on the run as a heel with Triple H and the authority. And then busts his ACL or his knee right. uh, at a live event, of all things, yep. right? Not even a TV, a televised event, whatever. And all of a sudden, boom, the whole landscape changes. He's out for a while and so on. And unfortunately, the same thing here. You know, we, we talked, how many times have we talked about, we don't. We can't see the New Day not a part of WWE. We can't see Big right. E not being a part of this, that, and the other. And unfortunately, just like that, that's exactly what we're going to get. Yeah. And certainly at a time, as we've discussed before, that like roster's pretty thin already. Right. And, 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 again, and that's a big cog to take out of the machine. Yep. And yep. then try and find another cog of, of a significant, you know, size to, to fill. Right. Right. Well, the other news that we got over the weekend um, leading into today is that uh, Scott Hall has uh, apparently, I think it was maybe last week, he had hip surgery. Yeah. He... And I believe it was Saturday. And they'd removed a blood clot, which had he no he he had hip surgery, or hip replacement surgery. He suffered a fall in his home, mm -hmm. and it resulted in him getting hip replacement surgery. And then complications from the hip surgery resulted in him, you know, a, a blood clot forming. Yeah, and then it resulted in reportedly like three heart attacks mm -hmm. over the weekend, and then that put him on life support um sadly as we're recording this right now he has since been taken off life support yeah and um it's kind of gonna take a miracle 
mm-hmm. for something to, to happen with Scott Hall. And it's it's one of those things, you know, I can't speak for you guys, but, you know, this in the back of my head, like when this happened and everything just kind of was laid out in front of me, it, 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 it hit me like a ton of bricks because I'm just like, this is what the guy goes from? All the drugs, all the alcohol, yeah. all the crap in the ring. And I'm like, let's take, like, it. I don't know. It, it just, it, you know, he survived all, just so much shit. And it's like, this is how he goes. Maybe. I don't know. Who's to say? We don't know yet. Right. But it, it's just like, oh, it, like reading the news, like yesterday and today, I, all I could think of was just like, fuck. Mm. <laughs> like, this is awful. And then. Kevin Nash's Instagram uh, post, uh, yeah. I think he shared it like Yesterday. early, yeah, either late last night or either way, yeah, was just, ugh, like that's when it, like I kind of just sort of fell apart because it's just like yeah, like say what you want about the click and their politicking and all that shit. It's like they were imagine you know losing your brother, your closest friend, right, and it just it just sucks. It's like I think we we've all experienced loss one way or another, and it's just like oh, you you hate you hate to see people go through it because it, it just hurts, it just fucking hurts. I, unfortunately, Razor Ramon falls right in like my blind spot. Really? When I was not watching wrestling, I am aware of Scott Hall. I've seen Scott Hall stuff. Uh, I, I he certainly isn't one of my favorite wrestlers, but I understand why he's so many people's favorite wrestler. I God, I loved Razor Ramon as a kid. He was just like I mean, well, I mean, he was. I can't remember what wrestler tweeted this. I think it might have been Jordan Grace. She's, it was something along the lines of like, imagine someone just being that cool yeah. naturally. Right. Like that's just who he was. Right. He was just fucking cool. And it's just, you know, you don't get too many personalities quite like that in wrestling anymore. And it it just it sucks. Like this fucking sucks, you guys. This if, is so if, shitty. If there's any like silver lining to everything that's going on right now, I'm glad that he got not just one moment, but multiple moments where he kind of got his flowers. I'm yeah, glad yes. he got his Hall of Fame, yeah. you know, inductions. And I'm Two. glad he got yeah. WrestleMania moments. And I'm glad that, you know, through everything, like you're saying, through the drugs and the alcohol and everything that he's gone, like he did get these moments, whether it's, you know, with Diamond Dallas Page and Jake Roberts at the at the house cleaning right, himself up yeah. or, or getting to the Hall of Fame. It's like he did kind of get a victory lap. Yeah. Because, I mean, not everybody does. No. No, not everyone does, no, sadly. I, and Erica, you mentioned like he he got two, you know personalities like that. He got his flowers twice because personalities like that. He got Razor Ramon, but he's also known just as much for the NWO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. And to have two separate characters known that well, right? Right. As you you, you might know him as Scott Hall, you might know him as Razor Ramon. You know him just as much the same. Just as popular as the you know each, and obviously that's a debate and so on. But the fact that it's even a debate, right? How many how many characters, how many you know superstars, people in the industry go through character changes, and it's just like, oh yeah, he was so and so that didn't work. Oh yeah, he was so. You're only known as this, right? Right? Like this guy was known equally as popular for two completely different names, promotions, reasons, time frames. I mean, even, you know, they came, they were, NWO was able to come over to WWF at the time in 2002, yep. had a WrestleMania match with Stone Cold at Scott Hall, you know, at, with the NWO, you know, so that to stunner, be able to do that. That stunner cell is still, I saw somebody uh, tweet it today. That stunner cell is amazing. 
him, definitely. Him bouncing off of that Stone Cold Stunner oh, at yeah. the end of that match is still pretty Yeah, good. way too much fun taking the Stunner. Yeah. I, I feel like, and I, I'd have to look this up because I, I just kind of remembered it. I feel like he's also partially in, in, involved with um, Sting switching to the whole crow persona i think he's oh yeah i think he said he's like you should be the crow like ah! like, like it's just one of those things where it's like scott hall just casually is just like you should do this because i feel like he's also I, it was either shoot it might have been either him or nash who told Shawn michaels is like no it's that you know that kick thing you do that's your kick. Cool, yeah, that's right. your coolest move <laughs> so it's just like casually scott hall has done like these little just like hints and just like has has done these little ripple effects like not even to do with him mm -hmm. <laughs> he's, he's he's done little things with with other wrestlers and it's just it's a it's a, it it's a bummer this. on a personal note too because we're only a, like i think maybe a month away from that astronomicon and we were literally supposed to get x-pac scott hall and kevin nash Fuck. at astronomicon and that would have been like super cool well we were supposed to get china at motor city comic con years ago oh, and that was literally the year she died wow. well i mean I, i'd imagine i'd imagine they they'd probably pull out of i mean look i know you're gonna make them towns but like look yeah do i don't think i don't yeah. think anybody blames the other X-Pac or Kevin Nash for like not showing up anywhere. Yeah, because what you want to be bombarded by a bunch of you know marks, no offense, who right. are just like I'm sorry, I'm sorry, or or fuck worse, because like I feel like X-Pac tweeted out like, look, for those of you that have my phone number but who don't know me very well, please quit texting me for updates. Watch the news like everyone else. Jesus fucking Christ, leave me alone. Right, and it's just like don't you know? I mean. Take the time you got to do to to grieve because it's. Ugh. He also like, it's tweeted. Be rough. He also tweeted a couple hours ago at the real X Pac. I know you all mean well, but it's real weird seeing RIPs while my friend's heart is still beating. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Like I, I had had the same, the same thoughts, when as I open up Twitter and I see all these people like you know RIP Scott Hall and I'm like. He's not dead yet. Look, I know it's not a good sign when they take someone off life support, but he's not gone yet. Right. So, um, if you were if you were a fan of Scott Hall, if you were a fan of uh, the bad guy, it's rough times, man. Yeah, man. Rough times. But let's get to some of the other stuff that we got to the last week. Actually, we did this in reverse because we did new business before old business. And as you That's like, pretty to, important business. Yeah. As you like to remind me, Shawnee, old business before new business. Um, you weren't with us last week, Sean, and last week was obviously our show directly after AEW Revolution. I know it's been over a week, but I was real curious because we all talked about it. What were your thoughts on the the pay-per-view? I loved it, it just like everybody did. I mean, yeah. I, I thought it was... Okay, so I will say it was... Nothing is perfect, but it was perfect in that there was not a moment where I was not there for it. Like, yeah. Everything worked in what it was meant to be, what it needed to be. Nice. No, Jade Cargill's match isn't the same as, uh, you know, a John Moxley match. Sure. But there's no expectations that they're going to be. But uh, they, they, I just loved all of it. I loved every minute That's of awesome. it. I thought it was fantastic. A little long, a little long. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm old in these Sunday night shows. I liked it better on Saturdays. But, I mean, I loved the opening. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. You guys didn't get to talk a ton about that. Kingston and, and uh, Jericho. Yeah, just absolutely thought it was amazing. They parlayed that, I thought, into a really nice moment this week where they started changing up the stories and shuffling things. That was yeah. really cool. 
Uh, but no, just a great show. Uh, I, I liked, um, you know, we had the one uh, spot where uh, Wardlow, right by the announcer table, chucks the two guys off the off the the ramp. Yes, and it was the first time they finally hid the crash pad. <laughs> they chucked uh, them into darkness and then said it. Wow, right onto the floor. We didn't know because we couldn't see the giant like. Right. <laughs> Thank you, camera <laughs> angles. You finally figured it out. They're you learning. Finally figured it out. They're I thought it was important it. to point that out. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was really a blast. I I, I absolutely loved it. I, I actually I wanted to talk to you specifically about one particular wrestler in there because I know you're a huge fan of her. And I'm not saying I don't like her, but I don't get what about her makes you a huge fan of her. And that is Thunder Rosa. Whoa, I thought we were um, in Thunder Rosa room. Uh, like, wow. I don't, I'm not saying I don't you like Thunder Rosa. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't like Thunder Rosa. But I'm room. saying in what I've okay. seen of Thunder Rosa in AEW yet, I've yet to see something that makes me go, holy shit, that's what everybody sees in Thunder Rosa. That's awesome yeah. kind of thing. I mean, I love that she's just a, this tiny human that goes in there and just <laughs> goes and goes yeah. and goes. Like she's a spark plug. She's got a ton of moxie. That's what I told yeah. her when I got to meet her, you know, just as a, as a mark. Yeah. <laughs> and I just said, man, you just got this moxie. You got this aura. She just has this thing. And she's right. parlayed that. No, I think great stuff. And she's not... She's tiny. <laughs> She's a tiny human being. She's very small. And, and you know, professional wrestlers not so tiny. So right. yeah, I just love her tenacity. I I I love the music and the makeup that she's got rocking mm. in AEW. Uh, and that was the thing. She was part of a tag team called the Twisted Sisters, and they okay. both they both had the half makeup. Nice. And uh, there was just you know this uh, this this moxie about her. And, yeah. Uh, I really just. For her as a human being, right. as much or more so than as a wrestler. And I will say once again, I'm not saying that I do don't like Thunder Rosa. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that like I've yet to see like a spot or a match where I'm like, all right, I get it now. I right. get Thunder Rosa. I understand the appeal. No, I, but I, I, I think, guess I can see that. I think I think there's still plenty of time and plenty of plenty of room for yeah. that to happen. Well, I mean, she hasn't had a moment in AEW. Like the closest thing she's had to a moment in AEW, Britt Baker is known more for. Right. right? Yes, yes. Which they made a point of in their built to revolution. True. Right. You know, Thunder won, won the match, but everyone talks about Britt from that dark match. I am happy talking about revolution that they're doing Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker again this week in a cage. Because mm -hmm. I think the expectations were set too high because of how good those two are. Yeah. The revolution match didn't hit that hard for me. Fair. T too much interference. Right. Like, right. like you got to, like, I understand their heels and stuff, but it's like sometimes there can be too much mm -hmm. interference and like yeah now that they're in a cage right right you know but once again that leads to like good storytelling they gave us too much interference in revolution so that two weeks from now we can stick them in a cage right now we can remove that part of the and the equation. dangerous part too on revolution is because revolution was such a good show so much happened that it was like you're you're almost begging for that match to get hammered on because the rest right. of the show is Almost phenomenal. How dare you give me a, a eight star match when everything else is nine and ten stars? Well, and I think a lot of it too is with AEW only having four pay per views, and not saying this is a realistic expectation, but I feel like the expectation for a lot of fans is your ma those pay per view matches should hit. Right. Well, right. Yeah. You only have four. Right. Right. So you got plenty of time to plan it and whatever. These matches better be stellar almost every every single one. Well, let's talk about something else that was stellar. Monday Night Raw. Wow. Honestly, Monday Night Raw was good. I don't know. It was all right. It was all right. It was not bad. It was all right. I figure. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and like 
you know, brag about Raw, but I'm not going to hate on it either. Like, it was a good show. I, I, mean, I think, Shawnee, you were the one that had said a couple of weeks ago that you had watched a Raw and you were like, it was the least offensive as yeah, you no, seen the Raw. Least bad. I saw it two weeks ago and I generally liked it. Yeah. Is, is how yeah. I would state it. I thought the triple threat tag was good. Uh, RK Bro getting the tag titles back. I love the story. T- I love the way the storytelling is leading into both Seth and KO's, you know, what they're doing at WrestleMania, which sure. it looks like Cody. I, for Seth, at least, I don't. That's know. what everybody's been saying. I legit, and even outside of just the the rumors of it, like if it's not Cody, who then? My betting Try money. It. My betting money is still on the night after WrestleMania for Cody. But, but if it happens okay, tonight, so, then, then it happens you, okay. tonight. So everyone, almost everyone else is paired off. What do you do with Seth at WrestleMania? Though? Oh. Veer. Uh, yeah, Veer's yeah. coming. <laughs> He's coming. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get that. Uh, but I do appreciate the story, like them, you know, wanting a route to WrestleMania. They team together. We're going to be tag champions going into WrestleMania. Oh, we lost. Wait, I have an idea. You have KO call out Stone Cold. I, we'll see what they do with Seth being all, you know, zombie-like and speechless. But that's kind of the route they took with him, which is not the first time they've taken that route with him. Last time he no, was, he's good at it. I yeah, like when he, he does it. He pulls it off. Uh, so, but it, honestly, like if it's not Cody, I don't know who it could be for Seth. Uh, you know, and of course, everyone's pointing at the fact that Raw tonight is in Jacksonville. Yep. Well, so yeah, that's, that would, that would make know. a lot of sense. How many, how many, what's the over under on AEW? Uh, I don't want to say chance, but I'm talking from the wrestler side. How many jabs of any or mentions? Uh, I mean, do uh, we think? I don't what, you mean on Wednesday? No, I'm saying uh, tonight on Raw. Oh, I see. Whether it's between in promos, the announce team, whoever. How many mentions of AEW or references are they? I mean, you're in Jacksonville. I will conservatively and, say three. Three? I don't know. Like, it's it's hard to say because they've been so... They haven't been willing to really acknowledge AEW, WWE. Right. Um, unlike AEW to WWE. Um, so I, you know, I think they if they're going to mention anything, it's it's not going it's going to be very subtle. Um, and it might come via commentary and, and and whatnot. I don't think there's just going to be like someone's going to say AEW, right? You know, I I I it just Sammy Zayn's on SmackDown, so he's certainly not going to just exactly. blurt out AEW on Raw tonight, right? I mean, I, people remember that one, and people remember the Hall of Fame one when Triple Eight. What was the, the Billy Gunn yeah, said the, something? The piss ant company. Yeah, exactly. So like, those are the only two that I can really recall. So I, I don't know, but at the same time, like if yeah, if they don't bring out Cody tonight, when, 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 when? Yeah, yeah tonight makes sense. And again, you know, we talked about how much time they still have till WrestleMania. I mean, they still have four, three, three shows. I, I was gonna say, are we three weeks out? Yeah, April third. So we're talking. You know, actually two more shows. Well, three, <laughs> two weeks. They gave Cody time to give a bunch of promos to get booed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Flip, uh, oh Seth God. into a baby face. Right. <laughs> like, can you imagine if he shows up, tries to do a promo, and he gets fucking booed? I think Seth's oh gonna be. God. I can't no, imagine no. him not I getting booed. I think Seth is the baby face in this. He just in that walks rivalry. up to the podium and just starts giving the I have it a dream speech. Oh, <laughs> just, wow. just straight up. Wow. Uh, I think Seth's the baby face in that rivalry, no matter how, like how he, you know, whether he actually gets he will be. Or cheered. I yeah. think the fans will get Yeah, but I think, I think that's the route they'll take because Seth's been giving me more baby face vibes just what he's doing on TV without Cody being there. So I can kind of see Seth being the baby face. Uh, you know, either way. And I think it's turned into, you know, just like we said with Kevin Owens, like, 
you play the obnoxious heel so well that we love you. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And mm -hmm. we just cheer you. And I think that's what Seth has turned into, especially since he's been coming out in these crazy suits and he's been taking the Joker vibe, especially his role with uh, the, the Roman story. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. that Roman Reigns built the Royal Rumble. That one, not that people didn't already like Seth, but I'm saying this character of Seth, that one, this character, Arthur Seth, over with a lot of fans. That felt to me like the flip of when uh, Shawn Michaels fought Hulk Hogan at SummerSlam. Uh, so yeah. for like three weeks he was heel, and then the next night on Raw, like he literally said in his promo, "I'm here, he's not." So, <laughs> right. So uh, let's see what else happened on Raw. Oh, they got uh, they. Got, it sounds like Braun Breaker is going to be on Raw. Yeah, they mentioned it. Uh, it was his first night on Raw. I don't know. It's a weird thing because Dolph went and won the NXT title yeah, on NXT. They've been bringing... Because Tommaso Ciampa has right. been on Raw for the last couple of weeks, uh, and they tagged him up with Braun Breaker because right. they had to promote NXT the next night, which was going to be Braun Breaker, Tommaso Ciampa, and Dolph Ziggler for right. the NXT title. And Dolph Ziggler wins the NXT title. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the fact that they gave Braun, though, the, a strong look on Raw. Right, they sure. gave him the pin. They gave him the win. That makes me okay with Dolph winning the title on NXT the next night, just because again, you gave you know Breaker went over on Raw and he that's looked just good. To, that's just to make that uh, the the Viking gimp mask that they have left over from uh, what's his face go down <laughs> easier. It's like we gave you a win for your first night. Yeah, wear this. So put this on. Yeah, I think uh, you know it's a weird co you know combination between Raw and NXT. They haven't done it with SmackDown yet, at least. I don't know if it's going to be a regular thing or if it's just because Dolph's going over there. But there's more just casual NXT appearances mm -hmm. recently. Just for matches, you know, maybe a little story here and there. They started doing it, you know, back when Karrion Cross was NXT champion. Right. He was doing both. And, you know, it was a weird, I don't know what the end goal is. I don't know if it's because the roster's thin and they have nothing to do. Or if they, in their brains, this was the plan the whole time. That's why we made the roster a little more thin. But in the end, it's, you've, you've trained us to, oh, these are call-ups. These are call-ups. Now what is it? Because now it's just a casual... Cross promotion. Sure. And I think, I, I don't remember if I actually mentioned this last week on the show or if I talked to you guys about it afterwards, but Finn Balor had done an interview about two weeks ago and they asked him how he felt about them changing NXT to what it is now, NXT 2.0. And he said, um, uh, it, it was kind of surprising, but he said that it needed to happen because mm -hmm. when his class of Sammy and Kevin and him were all in NXT, they were indie wrestlers that had to learn how to wrestle the WWE style before they got moved up. Mm -hmm. And then the minute NXT became the competition show for AEW, it was just let the indie wrestlers indie wrestle. Like uh, we're not gonna show that we're not gonna show the Adam Coles and the carrying crosses and like all these people. We're not gonna show any of these guys anything because people want to see the style. And if we want to compete against that style over on another channel, just let them do the thing. Mm. So uh, to to some degree, um, f even you know Finn, from Finn Balor's point of view, because remember he came back to NXT around that time too. Mm -hmm. So even from his point of view, it was like, yeah, you weren't really you weren't preparing people to wrestle on Raw and SmackDown. And I think the more that NXT 2.0 becomes them preparing people for Raw and SmackDown, the more crossover we're probably going to see. Yeah, I think it, you know it it spices it up enough. I'm okay with it right now. Again, it, it depends on what the long-term plan is, if, sure. if there is one. Yeah, so um, I think this is a the two nights. You have two nights to fill of WrestleMania, including pre-shows. So the NXT well, the, title goes on to Ziggler. 
they have the match. And then well, they're having a, t- a takeover WrestleMania weekend as well. Yeah, which is insane when you have two nights yeah, of WrestleMania. That's, that's going to get less watches than Impact Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Especially because it's on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. The yeah. night of WrestleMania. If I know I've got seven hours of WrestleMania later that night, sorry, I'm doing anything else until WrestleMania. WrestleMania is going to be three hours each. I'm telling you, I'm each hoping. night I hope is so. three I think hours that's each. A window. Fucking fantastic. I think with the amount of matches and stories, I don't think we have many more you know, to come. Like We have most of the titles. It looks mm-hmm. like Priest and Everything Finn Balor. pretty worked out. Yeah, uh, you know, whatever Seth ends up doing, assuming it's Cody, you know, KO's not, you know, KO Stone Cold has been announced. Now, let's talk about that for a second because everyone was hyped and then everyone was not so sure. And then now they're saying it's just going to be a KO show when there were rumors that Stone Cold was pissed that they didn't book him six months ago so he could have worked hard. We don't know if that's an angle or if that's truth. Is is there going to be a match, Justin, or do you think it's just going to be a KO show and uh, Stunner and here we go? No match. I think it'll be a KO show. I think Stone Cold and Kevin Owens can pull that off. Uh, you know, great. I think a lot of it has to do with hey, their mic works. Stone Cold's good on the mic. Uh, <laughs> what? That's not what okay. I've heard. What? <laughs> like, you uh, want the rock? <laughs> we have Stone Cold. He's slightly better on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think a lot of this is going to have to do with the build to WrestleMania. That's going to be the shine of this. Uh, these two kind of trading promos back and forth. I expect Stone Cold to show up on a Raw before. WrestleMania uh, to, you know, promote this. And I think I'm okay with this. If, if WrestleMania is those two going back and forth in the ring on the mic for five minutes and it turns into some mini brawl and Stone Cold gets the stunner on KO, that's all it needs to be. It's not going to be this way because live crowd, but man, oh man, I really wish we could have made the theatrical matches, like at least one at WrestleMania, a thing every year. Because you've got a guy like Stone Cold who obviously isn't in working shape, but he's done movies. And he un, you know, he he understands how you do multiple takes and you get angles and you do the you take the best angle and you edit the thing down and you make it awesome. Like a theatrical match, a theatrical KO show match between like Stone Cold and Kevin Owens would have been pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, who's to say that can't happen down the road too? That's I mean, true. Like, I mean, I feel like they they have the money and and the means and the resources to to do something. You know, if Stone Cold's up for it, obviously, I'm like well, hologram, hologram Stone Cold will hologram be. Stone Cold Steve well, Austin hologram Stone Cold is up for anything. Match, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, I wrote about Stone Cold for work and uh, popped my numbers. So clearly people were interested in reading it and, and going like, oh, Stone Cold's going to open up one more, one last can of whoop ass. Right. Like, yeah. all right. It's definitely going to get physical. I mean, the way there, there is that even Stone Cold's response was laid out. I mean, it wasn't talking about talking at all the yeah KO he's, just, shows he's coming to yeah, whoop some ass I'm coming to whoop some ass so like you, I, it's gonna get physical i hope he can at least take a stunner i hope ko gets a stunner in but then stone cold just pops right back up and hits That's him with a stunner I, yeah yeah that would be great yeah you gotta do something like ko not having a match at mania kind of sucks yeah, yeah. kind of one of the best professional i i understand Unfortunately, he's a professional wrestler stuck in an entertainment company but right you do have one of the best professional wrestlers in the world it's too bad that wwe doesn't promote professional Well, wrestling. and look at 
look at his other dance partner what he's doing at WrestleMania, Sami Zayn. Like, look at the these these two guys have obviously proven between re-signing and then having these spots at WrestleMania. This is what I want to do right now. Yep. Yeah. Professional yep. wrestling is fun, but like yep. I get paid a lot of money and have a lot of fun doing this shit. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's that, and also you know I'm not say, calling either of them old yet, but getting older. Like oh, yeah. honestly, this right. is a this is an easy night for them, at least yeah. on the body. Yeah. Oh, oh I yeah. gotta take one stunner from KO. Yeah. How much is Johnny Knoxville really gonna do to Sami Zayn at Mania? Right. Like <laughs> right. on the body, it's an easy payday almost on for them. Johnny Knoxville just comes in there and just shoots on him. <laughs> 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 just put put fl- flying potatoes oh, for five gosh. minutes. I'm so glad they took the icy tunnel off that picture, though. That's one yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. that's another thing that hasn't been decided. Actually, is what Ricochet will. He's right. IC champion, yeah. so he'll have to do something. Uh, they have to scramble to put something together yeah, there they, at the last they, minute. They, they paired yeah. off looks like Usos Sh- and uh, Shinsuke and Rick Boogs for the yeah, that's, titles. That's strange. That's strange. They, you know, it's something for them to do. They're, they like Rick Boogs there. Oh yeah, you know no I mean? the the I mean they. You know who doesn't? Elias. <laughs> <laughs> they discovered extremely early that having somebody play Shinsuke to the ring is the perfect entrance, and if we can do that every week, well, fuck. Let's let's get it on. Yeah, it's crazy. You put a guitar in someone's hand, it's like he gets over. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got uh, Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. It's definitely, definitely going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. And one thing that I'm worried about, you know, Pat McAfee uh, went off on Austin Theory. It was a nice, it was a nice little segment. I don't know if you guys saw him you know, attack Austin Theory. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, like, he definitely know. He definitely took the time to train. You know, you know. I think Austin Theory is athletic enough to make it look good as well. Um, I worry though. Michael Cole brought up, and I tweeted this out. He brought up more times than I'd like the future of Pat McAfee's broadcasting career. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because they kicked him off of commentary for the main event of SmackDown. This happened right before the main event. Right. Mm. And then Michael Cole repeatedly brought up, well, you know, we'll keep you updated on any repercussions and what this can mean for the future of Pat McAfee's broadcasting career. I really hope none of this means that this is coming to an end anytime soon. It would be so foolish. I, I don't know how you can't. I, I, I would be shocked if Pat McAfee said, hey, I don't want to do it anymore. Right. He's right. having the time of his life doing it. And it sounded like when Vince McMahon was on his show it sounded like they appreciate and enjoy having him there. right so hopefully i'm overthinking that but he brought that up a lot or if they're if they're getting too greedy and think that he can actually be any form of full-time wrestler don't uh-uh. do it right do not do that i don't think mac would want to right because if it if it meant losing his gigs i mean yeah. you know like being aaron Rodgers' best friend kind yeah. of a good gig right yep. like not bad. Right. Uh, not in my eyes. <laughs> I don't ever turn on the Pat McAfee show so I can see Aaron Rodgers. However, I'm in the minority in that regard. You know, um, right. he's he's talking to like the best of the best and building. But he had Vince freaking McMahon. That's a pretty big get in 2020. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a giant. That's a that's a giant deal. Yeah. So I I might be overthinking that. I hope I am, but he he kept well. And you you got to think too. He's producing he's producing his own podcast. What like four or five times a week. And then flying to wherever SmackDown is to do a SmackDown, like maybe he wants some time off. He does that show every day. Yeah. Oh my god! Monday through Friday. That's too. That's that's too much for a show. Even John Stewart used to like take Fridays off for the Daily Show. Yeah, no, but Jesus. if you watch it though, it it, it works. Um, it, it works. It is it is you know just four breezy. Or five. 
It's four or five guys smoking in the basement, just talking shit. It's fantastic. That show's it long, is long too, isn't it? Show. Like two, three it's, hours, it's, like Rogan. It's, it's a few hours. Oof. It's a few hours with Yikes. some breaks in there, but I mean, it is, it is a phenomenal show. Uh, I don't, and that makes me think because again, I, I know he loves the business, so I don't think he wants to go anywhere away from it. I think he's got it made exactly how he wants because he doesn't need to be in the meetings like on yeah. the regular. Like obviously, WrestleMania is different, right? But uh, he doesn't need to be in the meetings. He can literally show up for the show. Pop into that chair Call the fucking show And leave That's it Like he's not in the meetings They don't tell him What's gonna happen He doesn't wanna know What's gonna happen They want his genuine reaction To what's happening that's And then a, he dips That's a good ass gig What a great gig That, that, that is I like mean, a what a sweet gig What a life after football That is Right you and, know? And, and football Not to dive too much Into sports Being a kicker Yeah it was a punter Even worse <laughs> A punter God never got touched he he kicked the ball maybe four times a game and that was it. Like God, that he was take, it. He's taken more bumps in the WWE yeah, than he ever has is. in football. True. Jesus so Christ! True. <laughs> this dude has found a way to make so much money in some of the biggest stages of like you know sports and entertainment that without hurting himself, without putting any extra stress on himself, not saying there's no grind behind it. Please don't take it that way. Oh no, he's working hard. He's working his ass off, but Mike, he's got it made. You know who else loves professional wrestling? Who? Dan Lambert. Damn. <laughs> I look. You're right. You're totally right because nobody who gets that heated on the mic, um, like like he knows what's up. He yeah. he knows exactly what he's, he's doing. He's having the time of his goddamn life. He totally is. Yeah. Def- I, definitely a money mark. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you know slowly. Now I'm I'm not gonna say the term growing. On me, but I think it's uh, like a fungus. Yeah, I think it's just not bothering me as much. Right. They may have talked to him to tone it down. It feels like they have. If he's definitely been less cringe as of late. Yes. You know, I mean, he's still annoying, but like that's his job. Right. right. That's supposed his job. to and do. That's, the thing. that's Paul Heyman's job. That's the most th- difficult to, was when he was going after Brandy it, for yeah. several reasons. Yeah. You know, Paul Heyman's never going after like. He gives Kayla not, a hard time, but he's not going so after funny. her. Yeah, right. It's not, so like, funny. It was just rough. Like, there's so many levels. Uh-huh. And the fact that people wanted to hate on Brandy, and then you're like, oh, how do we, who do we, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> who do we boo? What's the oh, most no. despicable person we can put her in the ring with? Dan Lambert. This will work. Oh, and, and again, it goes back to why was that their goal? Like, it, it was well known that Cody and Brandy were not fan favorites. Why put him, of all people, in a promo war with her. I think the hope was we hate Dan Lambert so much. Right. We're going to root for the baby face. Although Brandy always played kind of a heel. It was always Cody she who was doing that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cody wanted the baby face thing. Apparently, I somehow, before he left AEW, I didn't realize that he only wanted to be a baby face. Yeah. Every week I was like, I mean, he's going to turn heel at some point. I had right. no idea that there's like, no, I want to be a politician. So therefore, I'm only going to be a baby face forever. Right. Except for this heel ass tattoo on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> Which could be anything. It could be Mother Teresa, and it's a heel-ass tattoo because it's in a stupid spot. How well, crazy would it be if he shows up on Raw and that tattoo is gone? Oh, that would okay. be phenomenal. Insane. Or it's just faded, like he's gone through several yeah. removals, but yeah. not entirely. That, yeah, it's that thing cannot be gone by there. now, but yeah, it's getting there. Or what if he's just wearing a giant Band-Aid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Turtle most neck. comic. <laughs> <laughs> 
He comes to the ring with a scarf. Yeah. Like every week in it's Florida a different device. March. It's like a yes. Doctor Who scarf. It's like this just big wool scarf. But it, but just... it's all, but it looks like a Band-Aid. Yeah. It's yeah. got the holes and the pads. Comically <laughs> large Band-Aid. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm really secret, not so secretly hoping it's a comically large Band-Aid. Yes. yes. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but going back to Dan Lambert, I will say it, it seems like someone has told him to cool off or he has where he's still a heel. He's still annoying, but it's not like you say. He's not... Or you you mentioned it, Erica the cringe coming out yelling screaming in the right. mic yeah I mean he's you not know, he's not outrageous trying things. to take down Ty Conti yet right you know what I mean like it's just yet yeah and we'll see where that goes you yep. know what I mean because now you got Sammy and they they got this Sammy and Ty Conti on screen thing which I don't think it, I'm sorry and this just might be me I laugh at Sammy Guevara every time when I see him and Ty together. Just because he went through this whole proposal with you his proposed in the ring on less television than five months ago to a different woman, and now you're in love with this. Like you look like a fool. Like it's just it, it's comical to me. So I don't know how smart it is to put those two on screen together right now. Is there is there an exact time frame? Will it will will not stop being? It will stop being comical for you. I don't know if it will just because it started so quick. So never it, gonna forget that. Yeah. No. How many wrestlers propose? You know. You have and, the wrestling yeah, wedding, yeah. but he was like, "I'm a young hotshot superstar. Yeah. I'm going to use my pull, and yeah. I'm going to ask my girlfriend to be my wife. Except nah. And then <laughs> in yeah, three well, months, be with a whole different yeah. girl. Ex- except that there's this really hot Brazilian that I've been friggin' <laughs> doing every convention with for the last two years. I, I might, I might be in the minority, but like, I." I just don't think about either of them at no. all. Really? Like, like it's or, or it's just like I don't like. I think I just like other people on the roster more to okay. where like I'm just like I, I feel uh, that way about Ty. Ty. I feel that way about Ty. I don't like Sammy. I mean, outside of God, he has ugly hair. Uh, I, he's I, I, I'm okay with him. I'm sorry, Chuck. I just I hate his hair so much. Your hair is I, like I was just so close. I was no. just gonna say I'm Th- like that's um, why honey. I hate it. Look in no, the mirror. That's why I hate it. Because your hair is good, but his is the bad version of your yes, hair. Is his that hair, what you're telling us? His hair is if I let my hair go. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it's too much. Like I know the style. I have the style. Right. You're doing it's just it a wrong. little bigger. You're doing it wrong. It I, looks. It just looks off. I would respectfully disagree. It, like I, this I, feels too long. I'm cutting it soon. Okay, because it's getting a little too much. I, either either I'm not, way, I'm like, not coming over to get my haircut from you now. I'll, I'll give you a haircut. I love the fact that these well. two hens have thought about Sammy and Ty more than like his hair. Like, like I'm just saying, I, like, I said I like, love I, Sammy I, a lot. I'm just out here in these streets, just going like, okay, fine. Let let the, let the two hot kids be together. I don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> like who fine. cares? It's fine. Listen. I, get, I was just saying for the sake of, like, I appreciate his in-ring, his, his on-screen work. It's cool. It's great. Uh, Ty, I never really cared for yet, at least. Uh, so, no, I wouldn't say I don't think about them is all I'm saying. The hair is just a side note. Like it's, it's It was it's fascinating just, that it was like like a unkid, like everyone knew that they were going out. Yeah. Like, you just knew, but they never did anything on screen until last week. Yeah, right. And then they just went hard for it. Yeah, you know, and I do worry about where Dan Lambert will take that if he's still on his Dan Lambert level. But hey, um, Scorpio Sky. 
Hell yeah, yeah Scott, man. Scott gets, gets the title. Good on him, man. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm crazy here. I, I don't, and, and that's just outside of my, my hatred for Dan Lambert. That pairing doesn't make sense. Even if I like Dan Lambert the way I like, you know, Paul Heyman, it doesn't make sense for me. Ethan Page does. Scorpio Sky for me does Ethan not. Ethan Page is kind of a natural heel, whereas Scorpio Sky not so much. No, he, it, he Scorpio Sky does not fit in with that trio right now for me, with Dan Lambert and Ethan Page. I Dan don't think Lambert Scorpio Sky Page. needs either of them. I think I, he agree. Could, I think he could just be on his own because yeah. like he's charismatic as fuck. He's great in the ring. Um, I know people are concerned about him being a quote unquote transitional uh, title holder. Sure. But I don't think like because he's going to face Wardlow this no, week. I don't think that's happening. Like, I mean, it, it feels like the natural progression of the whole Wardlow storyline is MJF is going to interfere. Yes. Uh, cost him, you know, the, the, the title. And and honestly, good on him because like, yeah, Scorpius guys just totally deserves to have a title run. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, that's what I thought last week when MJF was nowhere to be seen. I was like, "Yeah, okay, he's gonna cost Wardlow." Has to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think it's too quick. I don't. I don't think it's time to put a uh, title on Wardlow. Period. Like, he just, you know, it just happened. He just broke free from MJF. Right. I'd like to see him in, you know, a, a singles run. Of course, MJF is the next, you know, one that makes sense. That'll probably drag out to the May pay per view. I would, I would think so. I would think so. Wardlow and MJF in some whatever match at the pay-per-view. MJF he, just putting, you know, um, a mountain of guys in yeah, front of him to stop sure. Wardlow from powerbombing the crap out of him. Exactly. I'm and then sh- you get that at... at, at uh, yeah, chairman's about to get his ass whooped. <laughs> a lot. Oh, a bunch of times. <laughs> if, F- if FTR are smart, they are gone from the pinnacle. Well, They're like, no, hey, I can see where this is headed. <laughs> they, uh, Them and Tully broke up yeah fascinating i'm like what like just things were just happening yes all yeah, like, this week on, on there, dynamite and i will say there was that that there was a, a a run of segments that like things just happened yeah and i'm like i could have lived without any of that just because it felt too like bitch no i could no no shut the hell up you're about to get your ass kicked no you piss and moan about the lack of storytelling, and what do those goddamn segments do, sir? You look at me when I'm talking to you. <laughs> I don't care if you're the yes. favorite son. You look at her when she's talking to I you. I understand what you're saying. I'm all I'm. Listen, the story itself, yes, I'm in. The, the FTR breaking up, you know, would totally see where it goes. Yes, I'm in. All I'm saying is the transitions there. It was too quick. It felt too forced. We're going to tell this story. Now we're going to tell this story. Now we're going to tell this story. You want storytelling, but you don't want that much storytelling. No, 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 no. It was all within like all within a minute and a half segments, and they were back to back to back. Like I was told four different stories within five minutes, it felt like. Pay attention. All right? Like I'm I, I. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate. God damn it! I appreciate the stories. I do. I am saying they could have at least those segments could have been spread out across dynamite. They didn't need to be back to back to back. So I'm saying. So See, I'm I feel, saying. I feel like almost everything. How do you know that Roman Reigns is better than Brock Lesnar if they don't wrestle 
84 times over the course of 19 Shut years. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm having another cupcake now. Listen, I just wanted those segments spread out across Dynamite. That's all I wanted. But I feel like every segment on Dynamite was a, it was, it was literally a show of. Yeah, the show was great. It was a show. It was, just, it was the show you have after a pay-per-view. It was, it's exactly. like, okay, all of these things have happened. Yes. Now what's next? Yes. And every segment all was saying, what is segments, next? There should have been matches in between them. That's all I'm saying. Matches of what? I'm saying, I'm saying put matches in between those segments where there was a run of like four different backstage segments telling a bunch of different stories. That's all. Especially big moments like them firing Tully. Like that's kind you're... of a bigger deal. And it felt like you know smushed in with three. That's all I'm saying. You guys, I listen, think you're getting some heel heat in this no, room, brother. No, I think it's I more of listen. I think it's more of AEW fans being sensitive because I'm really not saying. Yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The 14 yeah. WWE fans that are left constantly blame the AEW fans for everything. <laughs> it's no, your no, no, fault no, no. for being an AEW just, fan. No. How do you you like the show? You like the show. I just it's <laughs> your AEW. The reason there's a war going on in Europe is because AEW fans can't take how awesome. <laughs> I am for loving the WWE. <laughs> That's not how any of this goes. Listen, if you got okay. a two-hour show, the stories are told in five-minute segments. It's a cartoon for kids. If you don't understand that Chris Jericho now has a new team of superheroes no that he fights the bad guys that. with, then you're not gonna understand the stories. We're no one, sorry. No Maybe just pictures anything. and no words. No, I, I said would, anything I about would, Jericho's. I would personally like to thank Shawnee for somehow going on an even crazier rant than me. <laughs> I'm so for tired of hearing about WWE fans. You know what? You pro wrestling fans just like things done your way. And when I don't like it, it's your fault. And if you ever criticize me, it's AEW. Ah! He's. You're, you're, you don't know kayfabe, and you don't like AEW because you invested so much time in the WWE, and we're sorry. Okay. Again, proving my point of AEW oh. fans being sensitive oh. because I enjoy AEW. Yes, sensitive. Never, look, look how sensitive said, you are, Sean. I've only said the same thing for the last 20 no weeks in a row. Anything. I got to sit here and hear you say the same thing every no. week. I'm sensitive to my time. No, it's, <laughs> no one said. No one's saying the same thing. Oh, all, don't get me all, started. Nope. Oh, I got all this. All I said, all I said was... <laughs> There you, there you go. go. All yeah. I said was I appreciated the stories. I, I just, that was a weird run in the middle of Dynamite. But again, AEW fans take in that the, run with it. It started with the storytelling God forbid at the beginning. God anything I about Dynamite. Like, I just, <laughs> I enjoyed the show. Great storytelling. It was a great show. I'm all in. But it's uh, great no storytelling, but also you didn't no like the attended. storytelling. No, I just and said the story. The only reason it was I a said that's because I'm an AEW fan. Yeah. No, <laughs> the only, the reason the only I hear... reason why you're reacting that way is because you're an AEW fan. Yes, yes. It's the only reason I've, it. I've been angry I'm since not, birth cool. because of AEW. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, first no. of all, hold on. No. Title of app. I've been angry <laughs> since birth because no, of AEW. AEW. Title of app. All right. All right. No, it's, it's cool. No, again, I just... You guys are taking my words and I I didn't. I'm I repeat, re repeating I them. We're to taking you. your words no. to heart, sir. <laughs> yeah. You complained about this. storytelling, and there was so Chuck, much. Chuck, can I talk to you for a minute? 
I mean, if you want to, Please. but I, you're the heel in this room, brother. No, that's fine. No, <laughs> Chuck's I just like, I don't want any of this heat. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. No. Like, you're on your own. Again, I'm not dissing any of the stories that were told. You're saying I that... I'm saying it was a weird run of segments in the middle you, of Dynamite. It that's hit it. you t- too quickly. It was rapid was it. fire, and that's it was it. not in the way the, the, Each story the individually like was great. Was fine. Like, the FTR totally, that's great. That's fine. Like, I'm in the everything that happened on Dynamite. That specific run that we're talking about, where there was like five minutes of like, you know... Back to back to back backstage segments. I think that's it. That's all I said. I think the problem, and I'm saying this from a place of love. No, Justin, I appreciate that. It's a one-on-one conversation. Right I now. think the problem is that we're having a. If let's say you, what you're looking for in wrestling is a dartboard, okay? okay? Okay. And we're trying to find out what the bullseye is. Okay. But it feels like every time we get close to that bullseye, <laughs> it moves. I mean. It feels think, like it's like okay, I think Justin, what the issue is Justin feels and and it's a and it's a valid it's a valid argument. Justin feels like there's not enough storytelling because you know like everything happens in the ring, man. It's just match after match after match, and they don't tell stories in the same way that WWE tells stories. Sure, valid argument, valid yeah. argument. So last week we finally get like here's something going on in the ring, but here's something going on backstage, but here's a match, but here's something else at the end of the match. Oh shit happened. And it's going to reshuffle how things go. And then we're going to talk to Wardlow and that's, that's changes pace. Yeah. Usually we're seeing Wardlow powerbomb the shit out yeah. of people. But again, this is what I'm saying is you guys are grabbing the whole show. I said nothing about the Wardlow segment. I said nothing about the Jericho segment. I am literally you said the storytelling, the storytelling. I in both said, of those no, segments. I said, the run. What do you, if you say no fuck. one more time when I quote you, I'm going to punch you. I'm going to okay. walk around this table and I'm going to punch you right you in the face. You go right ahead. Listen, we are. I am talking specifically about the five minutes in the middle. I'm not talking about anything else. Okay, so I don't about, even know what that is. Yeah, Erica, what, what was the what five happened? minutes in the middle of the show that he's upset? I'm asking where, Erica. What was the five minutes in the middle of the show he's upset about? I th- well, I mean, there were like there was like a run of like segments and then like. Like scripted promo, like pre-recorded right. promos right. that advanced various storylines that did happen during the show. But okay, at the same time, for for me, I I was watching it, going, "Wow, look at all this storytelling advancement!" And I thought it would make you happy. And it, I and I threw. Hold on, I threw in our group chat like. There's a, I think, shit, yeah, go did. back. I'm like, you there did. is a ton of storytelling. And I honestly, I put it out there like, oh, thinking you would be like over the goddamn moon over this. And now you're like, it was too much at once. No, and I, it's I, like, I, hold on, honey, hold on, honey, what, what, got, uh, hold on. He likes pictures. I'm speaking to Rollins camera right now. I'm wears see- different suits, but he always wears a suit. That's the kind of complex storytelling he wants this is an audience of one right now because tony khan actually tony elite is listening to this right now all right you gotta find the right pace to make our birthday boy happy (laughs) just so outbursts like this won't happen again because i don't because frankly you want to know what calmed me down slamming a cupcake and i know those cupcakes ain't cheap and shawnee can't afford to buy cupcakes every week (laughs) nor can my waistline afford these cupcakes every week prevent me from losing my shit and getting fatter which i don't need slow it down pump the brakes there we go the end bye tony elite I know you're watching and you love this. Amy's in the chat saying, I'm watching the Sunshine Buddies crumble and my heart is breaking. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, 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 the Sunshine Buddies. 
bodies collide. Oh, no. I reckon I get a dump over here. <laughs> So anyway, so Chris Jericho has that new faction. He does. Terrible name. Who do you guys think? Yeah, the worst name. Aren't they the Jericho Appreciation Society, which is really close to Jackass? Jass. 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 Right. If that's what it is, Jass. Yeah, I don't know if that's what they were going. I don't. Of all the of all the people from the inner circle to keep, you kept friggin' Hager. Jack Hager. (laughs) Jake Hager. Well, I mean, he. Where is he really going to go? It's true. It's true. Jesus Christ. If anybody in the inner circle that doesn't want to see it, it break up. It's Jake Hager. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you know whatever, but uh, I mean it's official. They have a shirt. It is called the Jericho Appreciation oh, Society. And, I, and like God, when, when just... he when he said that, I went and, and I I told you guys. And so many people online were like, "Inner Circle 2.0 was it's right, right there. there. Yeah, I did. It's right there. They were called 2.0. It was so perfect. <laughs> Why didn't you do that? Why?" Yeah. Why? And, and, and I'm <laughs> yeah. sure, you know, it was probably due to the fact that, like, you know, clearly Jericho has turned now. And he probably, yeah. you know, Inner Circle yeah. 2.0 is still, like, a cool, fun name. Right. And let's face it, Jericho Appreciation Society, who wants to cheer for that piece of shit? Well, it does no! give, that does give you some heel heat, I guess. I mean, yeah. If a, you decided to go with the worst well, possible uh, yeah. then suggestion. Again, then again, when the inner circle... Ha- Remember when the inner circle approached Moxley to join? And then, you know, Moxley put on the shirt and he's just like, No, I'm not joining your group. It's a stupid name. And then, and then he kicked him. And then right. he did the... You know, I almost said Dirty Deeds. That's not it. No. Uh, but still. So I... Uh, Whatever. I mean, how long can this really last? Because Jericho has to go out on tour. He's going on tour. I, yeah. yeah. He, right. Maybe it's going to set up a swerve. Um, in professional wrestling, sometimes they'll set up and then have a swerve. <laughs> I know, Justin, I you, you won't be familiar with that. I told you he had some Over and over. It's just fucking Bork, 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 Bork. As long as Brock Lesnar's there. You know, I like how Brock Lesnar started wearing a... A cowboy hat. A cowboy hat. <laughs> this Brock Lesnar yeah. he's got original. a hat on. It was a very original. It was clearly to say, look, we have big Brock cowboy. You have the emo cowboy. They don't ever think about them, though. They don't ever think about AEW. It's AEW fans are all sour. Oh, yeah. Also, so we we're setting over-unders on the Jacksonville call-outs that WWE is going to do um, because AEW fans can't control themselves. And wait, no, that's the WWE wrestlers and owners that are... But it's AEW's fault somehow. I've been angry I since birth. Since <laughs> been angry since birth. Since birth. I of AEW. Yes, yes. Every problem that Justin has, he blames on AEW, regardless of how far back it goes. And this is where we are now. This is the fucking world I'm trapped in right now, Erica. I'm not <laughs> happy somehow about Ukraine's it. involved. In, I'm not in this happy sense. about it. I'm not happy about it. Oh, lots of pyro in the chat saying, is Cowboy Brock Lesnar trying to be another JBL? I wonder if they had a surplus of cowboy hats for the action figures. (laughs) (laughs) Like Brock. That would be the cheapest (laughs) of the cheap. (laughs) Brock, so how do you feel about a cowboy hat? We got crate of tiny cowboy hats. We got to do something. (laughs) Who who can we put a hat on? Brock's got a big ass head. Put a hat on him. It's going to be great. Remember that time he lifted the briefcase up to his head? Right. The kids loved it. Exactly. We made a shirt. It sold a ton. (laughs) Give him a hat. Where do you think, where do you guys think the Dark Order is headed? With this, with the, I don't know. Because, because the, 
Adam Page could have chosen the Dark Order. True. To face off against Adam Cole and Red Dragon. But instead, I mean, okay, it makes sense story-wise because obviously Adam Page is going or Adam Cole is going through this with Red Dragon and right. the and the and the Bucks. Right. Yeah. So you need to actually have Adam Page go through it to some degree. Sure. But it makes me wonder like, what's the end game for the Dark Order? Well, maybe this is the Something's going to happen down the line, and finally, Dark Order is going to be dark again. Yeah, they're going to be an evil faction. They're going to make Dark Order dark again. Uh, yes, unfortunately. Yes, uh, I mean, because I mean, sadly, with the untimely passing of of Brody Lee, right. you know, it it kind of overnight made them baby faces. Um, you know, obviously, like. It, you know, you couldn't control that. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like maybe you know, slowly but surely, this might. You know, the relationship between uh, Hangman and the Dark Order will sour, and then things will kind of right themselves again. It seems like a natural time to finally, because I'm trying to think, how many evil factions are there? Well, I mean, we've got I the mean, Jericho Appreciation Society. So we got one. <laughs> uh, we got them. Well, I mean, you have American Top Team. I mean, if you House of Black, you kind of got the elite. Okay, well, the House shoot, of Black. There's, God, there's a ton yeah. of of heel factions now. Okay, well, I don't know. Well, yeah. I think Fuck go, if I know. I think it's different in if, if they go the dark that the Dark Order was heading. Right. And, I mean, we've talked about this before, and, of course, it's unfortunate and sad with Brody Lee, you know, and everything that happened. There. Right. But outside, I mean, it was... I'm I'm actually kind of stunned that they took the Dark Order in the direction that they've done since Brody's passing. I don't think there was any reason to make them as goofy as they are, yeah, but especially it, with how... Like, uh, for a week for the tribute show, like, of course, you know, you're not going to make them do heel shit, whatever. But as time went on, Brody was leading them to take over AEW and be this serious, dark faction. I, like, I know. And but it's like, just crazy that they went the complete opposite. Like, I know that it, 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 there's a bump in the road, but why did we make them so being the elite. goofy? Yeah, it's being, being the, the elite. elite. Being That's the answer. Yes. And, you, and once again, you don't watch the show, and that's right. fine. Right. But, like... While they were doing evil shit yeah. on the TV, yeah. on the YouTube, they were they charming were, they were, and hilarious. They were hilarious as fuck yeah. and throwing papers at people, yeah. like just doing dumb shit. Yeah. Sue joined uh, the Dark Order, and there, oh god, that was probably one of my favorite. Sue joined the Dark Order. She on did. Well, <laughs> like, oh my god! Because at one point, I think like Dark Order was teasing, like we got a new member of the faction. We got, and then all of a sudden, like she comes and she's like, "Hi guys!" And then somehow Trent walks in and he's like. Wait, mom, what are you, mom, you can't join a cult. What are you doing? <laughs> like, mom, mom, you don't join cults. So, yeah. It. So, like, yeah, that's why, I mean, that's, um, once again, the untimely passing played into that. Yeah. But, like, they they were goofy shit but that's what I'm saying, on YouTube though. the entire but even, time. But even before that, like, with, when Brody was here, he was goofy on being the elite. Yeah. Right. But then on Dynamite and on AEW, they were still the dark, t- we're going to take over. Yeah. You know, the, so I just didn't see the need to change all that. Right. I, I just didn't see the need to change all that, especially as dra- <laughs> as drastically as they did. Like they went the the complete opposite, you know. Well, it's hard direction. to it's hard for them to like go completely a, a like thing. after that tribute show. How do you which, take John Silver seriously? As Johnny Hungy as an evil yeah. bastard. Oh, he, and he's the only one that like he plays it off great. I love everyone him. else. It, it seems awkward because they're wearing some creepy ass shit, but then they're doing something goofy. We're like, jo- did you guys John Silver? It's like you're you're just fun. I he's love fun. You. Did you guys see? I think it was it was either on Instagram or it was on Twitter. It was uh, what's the guy that follows the Bucks around? 
I can't think of his name. Oh, uh, Cutler. Brandon, Brandon Cutler. Cutler. Brandon Cutler posted it. Uh, it was it was during though. the tag team battle royal that Evil Uno was in, and he asked him about Elden Ring, and Evil Uno gave her a view of Elden Ring while he was like hanging onto the middle rope, oh, trying that, not to get tossed out. That was a good bit on being the the lead because he was getting just yeah. all this B roll footage and like of of that that battle royal, and oh god, he got a, a, a one of like Santana. Santana was in the corner trying to put somebody like doing that thing over the ropes and Santana was just like dead to camera. This never works. This never works. This oh, never works. Sakes. And it was just, it was the funniest guy. Like it was oh, a good, so it was great. a good bit. They were having fun. The kids were having fun. Yeah. Fun shit. Having be, fun doing the wrestling. Should be fun. That's what should you always say. Should be fun. Well, the last thing we haven't talked about is uh, Jeff Hardy. Ah. Jeff Hardy showing up on, uh, on Wednesday, which you could kind of Speaking feel coming. Speaking of kayfabe, motherfucker. He's supposed to run in to save his brother and he's got to Those memes are phenomenal. And he's the best. Like, he's new. He doesn't know the business. Yeah. <laughs> I better run in to save my camera? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, dude? All right. Is everyone in the crowd too? I think, okay, now I can go save my brother. <laughs> Watching these old guys run to the ring is starting to get a little tedious to me. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like, okay. This rundown where they're like, uh, uh, like that's yeah. how I run, and yeah. I don't want to see me I running on TV. TV. No, ha- well, sidebar. Um, have you been watching any of the New Japan Cup? No. Okay. Well, like there's there was a match uh, where like so, Tana was involved. I don't Tanahashi's knees. I'm really concerned Uh-oh. because like someone would try to like Irish rip him into the corner and like. Yeah. It, oh, it just it just looked painful. Just kind of stumbling into those it ropes. Just, oh, I, I'm like, can we let this man just rest? Can yeah. we let Tana rest for a little bit, please? His his watching him walk is hurting me sitting on my ass <laughs> on my couch in my home. Let the man rest. Look, this isn't ah. the first this isn't the first time Matt Hardy's been beaten up by multiple people. He I can take a minute and acknowledge the crowd. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm more into seeing the Hardy Boys victory lap i'm more into it than i thought i was oh yeah but i'm gonna need somebody to maybe a golf cart him down to the ring (laughs) yeah (laughs) so take it quick they could just take it delete and and do this off a golf cart remember those old chariots they used to use at wrestlemania where it was like the mini the mini rings i loved those let's do those again those were fantastic i love that shit that'll fit with the hardy boys music they could do the thing as they're being that is my favorite part of the entire thing is the fact that that music was never like wwe i was bought that music from somebody else to license for the hardy boys and it was so badass that they had to keep it for a long time yeah and the fact that tony khan was like oh you mean i could just buy that song all right yeah let's do it i was surprised when like that was the most surprising part for me was that i was like okay shit it's good i mean it's once it hits you know who it is yep like you know i mean what's the sign of of a good entrance music once that stinger hits it's just like you just you fucking know you hear that you know what's up go off i remember seeing edge years ago like young ass edge jealous by about the fact that like the hardy boys music is the best music in professional wrestling as far as he had said it was like it's stone cold steve austin and the hardy boys have the best music and i'm pissed that i have to be edge and christian and i don't get to have that music uh, uh, you know he he you know his I mean he has no room to talk. His music was amazing. Yeah, oh, he's got good Metalingus. music. Metalingus, <laughs> which right. is a terrible thing to say out loud. 
It but is. still, sounds, sounds yeah. weird. Metalingus. <laughs> Alter, Alter Bridge's only contribution to pop culture is that goddamn song. And like it was edited to shit to yeah. be used by Edge. Because if you listen to the actual studio version, you're like, where's the fun where's part? The, yeah, where's the hook? Where's the cool shit? And the it's hell? just like, I gotta wait two goddamn minutes to hear on this day. Yeah, well, lots of pyro in the chat saying to Edge's music. At one point, it was a Rob Zombie track. It was Rob oh, Zombie's yeah. Never Gonna Stop. He had a good series of yeah. licensed songs. Yeah, yeah, he did. Unfortunately, none of them were Limp Biscuits rolling. But I mean, what can what can ever what can ever top that? Yeah, right. What what can ever top a song that rhymes shit with shit? <laughs> Seriously, creativity at its finest. Thank you, Fred Durst. Tip That's of the cap. Legend. Yeah, legend. <laughs> so the week in wrestling. I'm angry that I can't make Fred Durst fight Machine Gun Kelly in the new WWE 2K. Damn it. Of all the things that they... Way to drop the ball, assholes. You couldn't give me Fred Durst nice. too? Nice. Damn Come it. on. <laughs> you're, you're telling me we couldn't buy the rights to Fred Durst to put in this goddamn game? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure Fred Durst isn't like on the way to the poorhouse, but like he could probably use the money. Yeah, why not? Like, I feel like he could be easily bought, you know, bought. I like, come on. I can't believe, especially with them putting Machine Gun Kelly in this game. Like, why couldn't you have done a DLC that's just essentially the Def Jam game? And like, get, right. get Snoop Dogg, get Fred Durst, get everybody that's been in, you know, WWE, put Johnny Knoxville in it, fuck it, whatever. Right. And then charge the kids 20 bucks for that DLC. Yeah. Yeah. Kids buy it. <laughs> Leaving money on the table. Way to go. On your way to your best quarterly earnings ever but you could have had more that's true think smarter not harder <laughs> business bitch out what is keeping pro wrestling down is people like you well done shawnee well done i think it's gonna do it for this week's one fall show I yeah okay lines in the sand have been drawn we've narrowly escaped a fist fight and uh, we've got a good AEW St. Patrick's Day show to look forward to. Yeah. It'd be a banger. I was going to say, they got that six-man tag. Yeah. I'm glad they put Jurassic Express in that, too, just the for cage the sake match. of that, you know, how good of a match that ends up being now. Uh, yeah, cage match. Like I said earlier, I'm glad those two get a, another crack at, you know, getting back to where we know they can be. Those two are good together, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. Yeah. The Thunder Beater, though. I think Thunder Beats her. She has to. Well, it's in her hometown. It's in her hometown. In her hometown. And again, I said this before, if, if Thunder's not beating Brett, I don't know who is. Right. It yeah. just doesn't make sense. And yeah, I don't know where they would go from, from there. So, should be fun though. Justin, where can people find you online? Uh, JB Sports Talk pay-per-view pod. It's off for a while till WrestleMania. Yeah. At PBV underscore pod on social media, uh, wherever the hell you find your podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that fun stuff. How about you, Shawnee? Oh, don't don't look for me. Don't bother. No, 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 no. no. All right, all right. Uh, Erica, as usual, if you want to find Erica online, Google her. That's true. I just found a tweet. uh, Well, it uh, uh, David Bixen's fan. Adrenaline in my soul. Cody's back to scripted promos. It's a bit of a walk. It's a bit of a walk, but it's fun. I hear it. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Of course, if you want to see us record the One Falls show live on uh, Twitch, you can join us Monday nights around uh, quarter after 6, 6.30. Depends on when we all get in the studio. You can find... 
<laughs> find it at twitch.tv backslash chzuck. And of course, that's where you can find the Nerd Radio podcast recording Caught on that. Wednesday mornings. And the Nerd Radio podcast, of course, available like that. at wrif.com. We will check you guys next week. Shawnee, take us home. Who is this? In one file show. Have fun. Housing. Be safe. Don't from Sean Housing. It's Macomb County. Produced a podcast of some sort. Dan Housing must come on to this show. Who is this? Who is knocked on Dan Housing's internet phone door to ask him to come on a podcast? Dan Housing does not know this. This is. Anyways, love that Dan Housing. Who knows? Fine fall show. Listen to this podcast. You've tricked Dan Housing into promoting your show. How dare you? You'll rue the day. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, love that Dan Housing. Yes. <laughs> Gives me a chill every time.